0: Coming up this week on the Coach Mac Podcast, the players are continuing their individual workouts and will go through a combine day in a couple of weeks. Coach McElwain enjoyed watching some of his former players and coaches get an opportunity to compete this weekend in college football or the NFL. Our guests are interim AD Rachel Blunt and a couple of new transfers for Central Michigan football, Ty Brock and Richard Bowens III. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy episode 21. Welcome in to the Coach Max Show, and we're here with guess who? Jim McElwain. <laughs> and, How you and, doing? We, and
1: we're six feet apart. I can see you this y- week. Y- yeah, this is fantastic, isn't it? And My my thanks to the Fabiano brothers and Bud and Bud Light for putting the show on and and keeping us afloat. And uh, you know, I got to tell you this: what a great view, huh?
0: Yeah, I know they can't see it on the radio, but yeah. uh, pretty nice I scenery mean, behind us.
1: Unbelievable, unbelievable. We're we're up here at Kelly Shorts overlooking the. Uh, fantastic new center that's been built and uh we're looking forward to getting in there and you know what we're getting in pretty quick so uh here in about a week it looks like we'll we might be operating out of there now usually down on the fields
0: have you ever actually been up what? to the press box at I, kelly short stadium i actually
1: told rob who brought me up the elevator i said i, I this is the first time i've ever been on this floor and uh you know what? This is a pretty good view. This is where I'm at for every <laughs> game. So. Well, I, I think you've got a way better view than me. That's why you <laughs> can call the game so much better than I do. We
0: are in the open TV film room up here, so usually the TV crew's up here, and, of course, uh, the guys that are filming the game for you, Jay Mack and their crew yeah. typically up here, but we're right overlooking the 50-yard line and uh, the Chippewa Champion Center. It's just getting nicer and nicer every time we get a peek at it.
1: Yeah, it, it is, and, it, and the people, my hat's off to the workers and – you know, the people that put so much into it. And really, it's interesting, you know, uh, the couple times I've walked through how much pride the workers are taking in the product. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to those guys that are, that are working their tails off in there and, and worked through this whole, you know, COVID situation. So um, they've done an outstanding job and, and you know, like I say, just, just really, really happy for the kids once we're able to get in there.
0: Tell us a little bit about those student athletes of yours. How's the, yeah, the workouts the practice, and everything going?
1: Well, you notice I was a little late. We just <laughs> uh, we just had a practice over on our Marriott Field over there, and and uh, you know it was uh, the guys are doing a fantastic job. And kind of as I talked earlier about how we're kind of breaking this part into phases. Um, we're actually on the 26th, which is a Saturday. We're gonna uh, do our uh, NFL Combine uh, right here. In the stadium, hopefully the weather holds for us. And and we're going to be able to uh, let the guys go execute the drills just like they do in Indianapolis. Um, And it's something I think that's been really good because you can work on some, uh, you know, some twitch and some things, uh, body movement and that type of things with those drills. And uh, this will be fun for them to be able to come out on a Saturday uh, morning here and and execute uh, the NFL Combine.
0: And I'm assuming that's going to be filmed. So they have some video of just them doing those drills. Absolutely.
1: We'll get that film out to the scouts. Um, You know, there's an opportunity. We may have some scouts just based on, you know, some of the NFL rules. And and they're able to go to some games. So we may actually be able to get some regional scouts here, which uh, I'm excited for our guys, you know, and, and, and it's good for the league too, to get some eyes on these chipwas. they have to be
0: pretty excited to get an opportunity to compete or do those drills on the field here at Kelly short stadium. Cause I know you're a stickler for it, making sure that they, uh, they have the practices on the Marriott field and over at the track. So yep. pretty cool feeling for them to actually take the field.
1: No, I, I, I think it'll be great. And, and, uh, you know, like I said, I think you know. Right now, it's 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 tough. You know, you're sitting there at home and you see teams playing on Saturdays, and then obviously the NFL games on Sunday. Um, and and you know, it's, it's it's hard on all of us. You know, to see other people playing and we're not. But um, I think the important thing is is we've got to come out of this better. So you know, when and if we get that word that we're going to play, uh, we're ready to go. But uh, you know, speaking of that Saturday, I. I, I be remiss i mean i was able to see uh two of my former coaches that uh, were on my staff uh at at colorado state and at florida that are head coaches uh, jeff collins at georgia tech and and jeff got an incredible win against uh, florida state on A the road big comeback win and yeah. uh billy napier who was one of my first hires at colorado state and he was actually my ga at alabama and uh to see what he did with the louisiana raging cajuns with that upset win uh, in, in Iowa against Iowa State, I, I just, uh, I, it was great. And and to be able to kind of watch the games and see them coach and and see some of the decisions that were made and, and uh, for those guys to come out winners, I tell you what, I was really excited for them. There's a little normalcy in seeing
0: some upsets and some comeback victories, and uh, it was cool to see some of that on Saturday.
1: You know, it was interesting. I heard a comment, and, and I think it really holds true. Um, this is the first time, like, schools like us that go on the road to play in these bigger stadiums against the Power Five conferences, kind of playing in a neutral site game because of the lack of fans. So I think that really bodes well for for these teams that are going in and playing those games. And like I said, just really proud of Billy and, and Jeff cuz you've talked about it that's one of your favorite parts is walking into a
0: stadium uh, filled with the that, other that, team's fans yelling at you as you come out of the locker room
1: yeah yeah i absolutely loved it uh you know it was hard I, I mean i was one of those knuckleheads that played better on the road than i did at <laughs> home Well it certainly was fun to
0: watch some college football and for you you see the NFL you see college football what's it like watching from a coaching standpoint because it is is a little unique because you don't have games to get ready for but how do you dissect a game when you're just watching kind of as a fan but with that coaching background?
1: You know it was totally different because I've never really sat you know in all the years you know there's been games on and you know occasionally and but you're always preoccupied with your own team and your own game plan. And so you're really, it's kind of just kind of background noise when you're watching it, but, um, it, it was different, you know, and, and, uh, I, I, to see the guy, the, the players play and the coaches coach, and then you sit there and try to actually kind of say, you know, would I use my timeouts here Or, or, you know, situational, you, you, you tried to kind of coach the game a little bit and, and, Really use it as a chance to stay sharp as a coach and different calls you might make and and that type of thing in situations. So I probably watched the game more from a situation standpoint, um, you know, than I ever have before. And, you know, it, it, it was actually healthy. Now,
0: you, you've gotten a lot better at the interviewing and media side. Did you pay attention to any of the broadcasters and what they're saying, focus a little bit, maybe pick up some tips just for a potential future career?
1: You know, I got to tell you, I had music on in the background. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was just watching the ball game. Uh, and you know me, I'd rather listen to a game on the radio than, than watch <laughs> it right. you know, on a TV. So, uh, you know, for me, I had, uh, I had a little background music uh, to try to kind of create the noise you know yeah. so as you're focusing on the game you know you try to focus on the event and uh i don't know it's coming crazy
0: yeah no hey it's uh it's great to have football back and we got our first weekend of the nfl i know there's former oh, chips yeah. that took the field i know sean murphy bunting yeah. had a great game great for tampa game. bay yeah, yeah. i mean five alums on the active rosters right now i think there's four others that are on practice squad so Chipwise in the nFL maintains uh that same trueness in 2020
1: and no doubt about it, and you know we were able to speak to a couple you know on on a couple of our podcasts, but uh you know it's just so much fun when you when you watch it and you can see those chips out there you know playing um you know it's and and playing well and and really doing a good job because ultimately that not only helps central Michigan but it helps the mid american conference when players from our league are, are showing up on Sundays. And, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 those, it's those moments that are good. And, and then there again, I've never had a real chance to watch an NFL game because Sundays are one of our biggest work days as a staff. And uh, to watch the coaches work and, and knowing some of the former players that I've coached at, at Colorado State, at Alabama, uh, at Florida – that were making impacts it, it was pretty cool to see that and uh and then some guys that i've coached with that are now you know coaching in the league and and um so it it was different believe me because more than anything um there wasn't the 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 focus that you had on whoever your next opponent was you know but i think for america i think for college football fans for sports fans in general I really think it was a healthy, healthy weekend. I know for me it was
0: one of those first weekends where you're like, what do I watch? There's so yeah. much. There's NBA. There's college. Then there's, uh, there's the NFL. There's Major League Baseball that's right. coming down to the final couple of weeks. It's great to have just sports back in our lives.
1: Well, and, and one of the pieces on there, you mentioned one of the great things about living in that barn is I've got 13 televisions. So you're able to put every <laughs> game on and you just do laps. You know, So it was great. 13 TVs can you share with some of us or what uh, well if you need an extra one I'm sure I can help <laughs> I'm sure I can spare one
0: well it was it was fun to watch and uh I know you're a big basketball guy we yeah. got four teams left and uh, surprising the Nuggets come back down 3-1 crazy. to take down the Clippers crazy at uh, the Heat and the Celtics and yeah. the Lakers can LeBron win another one this is a compelling NBA playoffs that we're watching right now
2: well
1: and and you know, a little bit like Major League Baseball, it mm. it kind of turned into a little bit of a sprint. Yeah, and and I think it's really for the organizations that make it to that point, probably manage this situation, you know, a, a, as well as anybody. And you know, you you think about the Heat, you know, coming in uh, as they were seeded and getting two upsets, and then going and getting a win in the first round, you know, first game last night, and and uh, and then of course uh, the Nuggets. Um, you know, a little side note, we used to get the ABA Denver Nuggets when I was a kid growing up, and uh, David Thompson and Monty yeah. Tau and uh, Dan Issel, they're, they're, it was uh, – so kind of down deep, I probably got a little Nugget fan in me just because, yeah. you know, they were they were someone that you were able to see and associate with when they were in the ABA.
0: Closer to where you grew up, too, yes. in Montana. Yeah. So that's kinda, I mean, you had two it's, West teams out there with the Clippers yeah. and with the Nuggets, but what a feat for them to come back and yeah. – can't wait to watch and see how those uh,
1: playoffs finish out. No, you're right. and um, uh, it, There again, though, just, you know, it's exciting that we have sports. Yeah. And, you know, if wa- something that this has really probably hit all of us a little bit is probably the importance of what that Saturday football is, what that Sunday football is, what the playoffs are, um, you know, people staying in touch with baseball. You know, I think, I think it's a really good release for everybody. Back on the Coach Max Show, live
0: from Kelly Short Stadium, a beautiful view overlooking the Chippewa Champions Center, and uh, another guest joining us is Jim McElwain is back with us, and interim AD Rachel Blunt is here as well.
1: Yeah, I I, I tell you what, I love this. I uh, you know, and, and people have heard me say, but you know, in this profession, when you go to a lot of different places, you know, you recognize talent and you recognize people that are going to be a, be stars in what they do and and Rachel's certainly one of those and thanks for joining us, Rachel. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. So, uh this has obviously been what a time to take over, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and uh, tell us a little bit on just a little bit like how that's kind of gone for you.
3: Yeah. Uh, luckily, we've got some really good people around us here at Central Michigan University, but it's been a challenge. It's been um it's been unique for sure. I think if 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 in 10 years people people ask what what it was like during this time I think that the the constant I think the word fluid is what we've used a lot I think our coaches and our staff are tired of us using the word that the situation is fluid and it continues to evolve Um, but I do think that we're finally starting to get into a space where maybe we feel like we're, we're we've got our maybe not our arms around everything but we've got a pretty good sense on how we move forward and I think that's the first time maybe in in the last couple of weeks that from the pandemic standpoint, we feel like, OK, we know what kind of steps we have to make. And, and some of that's because we're seeing other schools have success and how to follow those, that, that success at, at the Mid-American Conference level.
1: Sure. You know, uh, interesting, you know, kind of how you find your career paths, you know, and, and this and that. So, you know, I, I think it'd be great for the people that kind of hear a little bit of your background and, and how you kind of got into athletics.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, was a women's basketball student-athlete at Southeast Missouri State University. Um,
1: Let it be known I'm not going to go play any basketball games. We're not playing pig or horse (laughs) because she'll – he wanted me. a
0: one-on-one yeah. uh, battle of the Gus yeah. Macker. Who hey, I told him I was yeah. game
3: I said I was totally good but we had to be able to record it that was my only <laughs> was we had to be able to videotape that's it that's right um so as a student athlete at Southeast Missouri State University um thought at the time initially when I went into college I was like I want to be a coach that's where my passion is at um went from that made a transition and and uh had I had uh significant transition in the coaching staff while i was there i had 10 different assistant coaches and two wow. different head coaches and it was um as i kind of thought about it, it was like "Does that the industry that i want to work in i know still have a passion for athletics and so um had an opportunity to intern in the compliance office and and hopefully coach uh, from a compliance standpoint. You know it it's a it's a different breed of people and <laughs> I think coach can attest to that. Uh, and so actually got into it and really really enjoyed the compliance component, the ability to be able to um, still help and provide support for our coaches and, and the relationship building. And I think that was probably my favorite part, the relationship building with coaches, student athletes, all the different constituency groups. Um, so was a graduate assistant at Southeast Missouri State and then had an opportunity um, to start full time there, transitioned and then to University of Tennessee at Chattanooga for a brief period of time, then went back to SEMO. And then uh, again, my my path was pretty much compliance academics and then had an opportunity here at at Central Michigan had uh, a friend that I had previously worked with that used to talk about Central Michigan and he was so passionate about it. and, And he was a student here and he interned in the athletics department and this opportunity came up and I was like, well, absolutely, I should go for this because, you know, somebody speaks that highly for years after their experience that it, it must be a special place and people always joked with me um, that as i talked to as i was going through this job search and um and they were like, something's in the Kool-Aid at, at Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and <laughs> it's just a great experience, and people love it there, and, and they stay there. And so, had that opportunity to come up here. Um, had a lot of growth opportunities under Michael. Offer when I originally started, I was doing academics and compliance, uh, overseeing those units, and then as Michael came in, had an opportunity to, to to branch out into some different areas in sport administration. So that's kind of my background. That's how I landed where I am today. Um, and. Uh, it all goes back to the student athlete experience if i hadn't had a positive one and that's what we're trying to do every single day um is is how do we prepare our students for the next step but also make their experience so meaningful that they want to come back and give back to our university you know
1: i think it's interesting what you said and i think it goes back i mean the i'm with you the amount of people that you meet along the way that had that that are central michigan people or or chippewas you know that 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 does. I mean there there is truly a real passion, isn't there?
3: There absolutely is. And I, I remember the first time I walked through the airport and I was flying, it was for personal reasons. I think I was going back home for the holidays or something and I had on some Chippewa gear and people were like numerous people are like fire up chips at me and I was like, <laughs> Wow, this is phenomenal. Like this is great. So um yeah, it's it's been an awesome experience.
1: So you know on a on a on a personal note here in the last just you know, I, it seems like eternity, but you uh actually had a new member in your family oh we
3: actually we did we had yeah. a we had a little girl born last summer it was uh it's absolutely anybody yeah. that's been a parent and or anybody that has nieces and nephews how life-changing it is and um it's fantastic she is mobile now which uh-huh. is a is a new thing i i didn't realize how great it was when they're kind <laughs> of stationary and they <laughs> sleep and and now she's like I want to go do things and I want to I want to climb on things so it's been a fantastic experience and i love being able to bring her out and and have her come to our games and she's walking now so like i can't wait till we start back up so i can you know, I like to show her off right she's yeah. she's one of my favorite things that I've had an opportunity to do in my life is is to be her mom and so um you know the one thing though she's got she's got almost as much hair as Zach is that like, right? She has a full <laughs> head of hair that's <laughs> the only thing people comment on is the amount of hair one
1: there, day, there we go Zach that's pretty good. Can we just get a quick shot of Zach so we know what we're talking about? I think I think that would be pretty important the luscious but, lots there, of our there we man. there we go that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> Well, good. Um, you know, kind of as we're uh, uh, moving forward uh, with this, tell me how it's been uh, since being the athletic director um, that, that you've been on some conference calls. You've been involved with the Mid-American Conference at the, you know, the, the commissioner's level. And tell me what that's kind of been like for you.
3: It's been a great learning opportunity. Yeah. Huh. Um, you know, to your point earlier, I'm not sure that there would be a more unique time to be able to to kind of step into this role and try to 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 catch up and and learn try to learn what I don't know in a short period of time too, but um, that group of athletic directors in the conference office have been really great in trying to help provide me with some background information and support. But, you know, every, every conference call and they actually schedule one tonight um, for eight o'clock. So sure. uh, things are starting to move and shake a little bit more. And so trying to make sure that we can do whatever it is from, from central Michigan to help support the conference, but then also to make sure we're relaying that information back down to our coaches and different constituents.
1: Sure. And, uh, You know, it is, uh, you know, people do ask, it's like, you know, what's it like on a head coach's call or what's it like with the, you know, the commissioner and, you know, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, it can be comedy, you know, I think it'd really be good, you know, actually like live television sometimes, you know. It it
3: definitely is because you, uh, people are, people have different opinions on things and people are passionate about those different opinions and um, to your point, yes, it's an interesting conversation sometimes. yeah.
1: You know, here's a good thing. You know, the one thing you find out in athletics is, and and you touched on it. It's it's about working with the students and doing everything we can to help them be successful in whatever it is they do. And and you know, you you get to interact with them in a lot of different ways. But tell me about that interaction, kind of with the with the students, and and h- kind of how you go about that.
3: Yeah, I think I think it's important to that it's that it's authentic and that it's happening. In, in settings that our student-athletes are, are consistently in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always make it a point. I used My office used to be in the indoor athletic complex, which I loved because you had interactions with student-athletes just naturally all day long. You would interact with them. And so now I really make a concerted effort to get out of my office. I'm in rows. The students, if they come over there, they're, usually they need usually it's not um, they don't just frequent over there on their own and so you know coming over and being intentional about stopping by practices and trying to interact with them answering questions that they have when you see them in the indoor athletic complex say hello to them and and ask them how their day is going and so that that's my favorite part of my job is getting to interact with our student athletes and try to help them help provide an experience that is transformative for their life and and knowing that people here care about them and it's not just their coaching staff that cares about them but everybody else that's around them cares about them and their program and their success
1: that's right and uh you know i've got to tell you this adam we uh it was her first week on the job and she came over to check out how the guys were kind of doing on the practice field and uh i kind of impromptu called her up to speak to the team and uh she did you did a fantastic job
3: i definitely had to wing it i was like (laughs) you you know what though i'll tell you this though so Ben Presnell, their director of football operations, he was texting me and he was like, hey, you coming over? And I was like, yeah, I just finished this meeting. I'll be over in a minute. And and I should have known, like Ben kept asking me about my availability to stop by and uh, lo and behold uh, Next time I will know. If I get asked that question, I need to be ready to go with some some talking points. But I appreciate that opportunity to get in front of your student athletes, and um, they were a great bunch.
1: Yeah, it's a great bunch. But, Rach, I just uh, want to say thanks and thanks for taking the time. I know how busy you are through all this, and in uh, you coming on, I and I and I truly meant uh, what I said. I mean, a true stu- superstar in in athletics, and thanks for what you do for Central Michigan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me today. All right. It's the Coach Mack Show from Kelly Short Stadium.
1: Jim McElwain joining us, and uh, why don't you welcome in our guest. Just got off the practice field and just really happy that he's here. And, and uh, you know, I thought it was good. We've got a couple guys who have transferred in and, and just give the people out there a chance to meet them a little bit. But, uh, you know, our core, one of our quarterbacks, Ty Brock, is, is here with us. Ty, thanks for taking the time coming, man. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, you know uh, – you know, people have read about you and that kind of thing, but kind of give us a little background. You know, everybody, you know what I should do? I shouldn't say that he's from Texas because I think you'll catch it up with his twang in his voice. Yep. But, but uh, uh, give us a little background on, on kind of where you're from and, 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 uh, and kind of how this all went about.
4: Yeah, so I'm from Call Station, Texas. Uh, for those of you that don't know where that is, it's where Texas a and is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's what used to be a small town, and today it's over 120,000 people. So uh, when,
1: when you you were part of that growth. You saw it.
2: For right? sure. Yeah. My, uh,
4: my parents are both uh, from Call Station, um, so they saw it when it was a town yeah. of 40,000. It's kind of like Mount Pleasant, yeah. around 30,000 people, and it's, it's exploded even since I was born. It's doubled in size. Uh, my dad's a cop. Uh, My mom's a teacher, so I come from a family of public servants. And then also my mom's entire family are all ranchers. So uh, I grew up uh, going out to my grandparents' ranch. Uh, Even through college, uh, whenever I've gotten a break from football, that's where I go to earn a little extra money and uh, work with my grandfather. He's out there, 80 years old now, doing the same work that I do every day.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, you know, growing up on the ranch like that, is there – Is there one of those kind of jobs that you just really kind of don't look forward to and maybe one that you really look forward to?
4: Oh, yeah. You definitely want to be the guy on the tractor. (laughs) Uh, You don't want to be the guy that's on the ground (laughs) helping the guy that's on the tractor. Right. Um, That and fence work. Yeah. Because it is
1: a constant job uh, with cattle. No kidding. Yeah. you know, you you, you kind of uh, had an interesting kind of, you know, in high school, you highly recruited guy. Kind of fill us in what happened to you kind of junior, senior year and how that kind of worked.
4: Yeah, so I, I played a little bit as a sophomore uh, on the varsity team. Uh, it was me and a senior quarterback. Uh, I, coach brought me in and said, we're going to start him because he's a senior. If yeah. he wasn't, you'd be the starter. So I said, all right, I can deal with that. I got, got a decent amount of playing time, got enough film that I got offered by SMU in Houston before I ever started a game Uh, and then going into my junior of high school I was pretty highly recruited a lot of schools saying hey we want to see what you do this year Um, and I broke my tibia and my fibula um, on my right leg um, in a preseason scrimmage Um, so I missed that entire year um, worked really hard to get back you know I I said I I still got a year left I'm gonna go out there and I can show them what I what I can do I was playing baseball at five months um, so I did a lot. got back pretty quick. Um, as soon as spring football started, quit baseball to pursue football because I knew that that was my passion. Um, and then came back at a big game, our, our first uh, first game week one of my senior year, threw for seven touchdowns, I think. And then uh, just uh, spun off a tackler and kind of a freak deal. Uh, broke my fibula uh, my second game of my senior year. And uh, so through that, um, pretty much zero interest after that. I had two FCS schools that stuck with me and one FBS school, um, but Sam Houston State was the one that stuck stuck with me. Um, and you know, going into college, I was kind of like, I was turned off by football. I was sure. like, man, I've put in so much work into this and seen no 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 uh, no return. Um, so I went to football, went into college football, thinking, hey, I'm gonna use this to get my school paid for. Um, yeah. red shirted my first year at Sam, sat behind the Walter Payton Award winner, learned a lot from him, Jeremiah Bresco. Um he's up in Canada playing football now. Or will be. Yeah. <laughs> um but that that my first spring football, uh having the chance to compete for a starting job again kind of reignited that fire. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna get to play again. Right. Uh and ever since then I've been I've been working my butt off, had a couple of good years at Sam Houston and then was fortunate enough to graduate uh this past May with my undergrad and come up here.
1: And what did you get your undergrad in?
4: Uh, Engineering technology, specifically uh, design and development. So I did a lot of 3D design on the computer, and then I got a minor in Ag Engineering.
1: Well, you were just a little late because we could have helped on this new building, you know, with some of that, right? That technology, the the 3D design. But, uh, you know, you're, you're... your short time, obviously, it's been you know kind of crazy as it's been for everybody. But for sure. How has the transition been for you uh, here to Mount Pleasant? Your teammates, that type of thing.
4: It's been great, honestly. Uh, you know, I felt like within within a week, the guys in my group for the lift group in the summer, I was I was one of the guys. So mm-hmm. uh, everyone that I've met um, has been very welcoming. Um, you know, it's always tough to come into a new program, and uh, especially as an older guy. Yeah. Because uh, it's expected as a freshman that you've got some. Uh, some uh some hiccups learning um but as an older guy sometimes it's tough to come in and uh prove to everybody uh but i feel like i've, I've done a good job of that but the guys as well have been very welcoming um for one thing i've loved the weather uh uh-huh. everybody's complaining
1: about it being hot in the summer and i'm like this is nothing <laughs> <laughs> i've had christmas days that were like this <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh uh, man that's great but uh you know obviously as, as we move forward kind of um you know your take on uh kind of what we're doing from the combine you know work and kind of how's that been for you as a player
4: it's awesome uh you know it's it's a little bit like cross training cuz i mean most a lot of us especially at quarterback we haven't taken that many under center snaps right. uh we i can't remember the last time i took a five step drop mm-hmm. um especially down in texas nobody's under center mm-hmm. uh but i think doing that uh is it, going to help us even in in our own offense yeah. uh but getting to do that, um, I know the receivers are really enjoying some of the drill work. We had a lot of fun with the gauntlet the other yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, had some of the linemen jump yeah. in. So, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with it.
1: Yeah. Well, let's not throw it to the linemen. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, no, that's great. Well, you know, Ty, I, just, uh, I really want to thank you for taking the time. I know, uh, you know, g- give the fans an opportunity to kind of listen to you a little bit and get to know you and uh, – you know know this we're excited to get started and, and we're really happy that uh, you chose to be a chippewa man yes sir i'm honored to have this this uh this opportunity it's definitely a blessing so that's great
0: back on the coach max show with jim McElwain and another transfer that
1: you've brought in that's yeah. joining us today yeah I'm the, richard <laughs> richard both yeah. thanks for thanks for joining us man no problem tell, t- tell uh you know i'm i'm it, it's been great i think uh with these guys and obviously the transition has been kind of strange in a strange year yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, but give us a little background about kind of where you're from and mm-hmm. and and kind of where you went you mm-hmm. know and and uh and then kind of that journey that that got you here to mount pleasant
2: <laughs> okay uh where do I start well i'm from detroit michigan so that that had a lot to do with where i ended up but uh I went to Orchard Lake, St. Mary's. Um,
1: and, and like a power, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, these guys yeah. know how to win there. Won yep. a few titles there, yeah?
2: Yep. So, uh, starting sophomore year. Through senior year, I won – we went back-to-back-to-back to back to back state titles. Um, and then also that sophomore and junior year, I actually broke the state record in the 300 hurdles and won a few track titles, both like individually and as a team. Um I I forego my senior year to uh enter early so I, that's why I didn't have that bad that third for the hurdles. Yeah, so um, you
1: graduated high school early yep. and then went on to to yep. get ready to play college, right? Yep. yep.
2: Yep. And then went to Iowa State. Um Uh I I enjoyed my time there. I mean, it was cool, but um I, mean, I graduated and
1: What did you graduate in? Psychology. Uh-huh.
2: Yep. Awesome. Yep. Graduated and I figured it was time for a change. I was ready to come back home and, you know, it, it, it lined up with my future. And I really liked this coaching staff. I really liked Coach Mack and what he was doing. And the fact that it was two hours away from home was a plus. So,
1: And, and uh, you know, kind of uh, as, as you've come back and now you've kind of been in with the team, mm-hmm. um, tell us how that transition has gone.
2: It was a lot smoother than I thought uh-huh. it would be. Because um, I never, even in high school, I never re- transferred, like I always started with a program, ended with a program, but this place welcomed me in with open arms. It was a lot easier because I had, I, I had a lot of connections. Um, Carson and I, one of the coaches on staff, we came from the same high school, uh-huh. so he had a lot to do with you know the recruiting process and just making me feel comfortable. Um, and then Khalil Pimbleton and I are really good friends from high school because I actually played him in the state championship twice. Which I won, by the way. Okay, I <laughs> <laughs> knew that was coming. <laughs>
1: you know what? I'm glad we yep. I'm glad we got that kind of organized. Yeah. Right?
2: So ever since then, you know, we kept good contacts, and then I kind of let him. I kind of reached out to him, was told him, you know, I was about my situation, and then he told me like, Hey, man, like he tired of of me beating him at four field. Why not team up and win together at four field? So
1: yeah. So you guys actually, uh, you actually played on that turf, yep. right? Yep. I never uh, lost. Yeah. So. Tell me how that was as a kid growing up in yeah. Detroit and the yeah. opportunity to play in that NFL stadium. What, what was
2: that like? It's crazy. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's like the next thing i probably playing on heaven is being in a, a, a professional stadium because you know that's what you want to do professionally. Uh-huh. So it's, 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 it felt really good to get my feet wet in a sense.
1: So, so did you grow up a Lions fan?
2: I actually, did not. I'm <laughs> let's, actually. Let's keep
1: that quiet around here. So go ahead. Not.
2: Yeah. I'm actually a really die-hard Steelers fan. Okay. Because the little league I played for was called the West Side Steelers <laughs> in Detroit, pal, on the West Side of Detroit. So I, er, like, when I first got into football, I was always black and gold, black and gold. So. Sure. Sure. But I mean, I, I root for the Lions. From time to time, <laughs> it,
1: we try to stay away from the Lions <laughs> well, game that you know. happened this past <laughs> week. I tell you, I, I didn't want to go there, but you know, I mean, I just <laughs> felt horrible for them. You know, I thought they yeah. had that one put away. And yeah. and uh, uh, were you able to watch some NFL this Sunday? I did. Yeah,
2: I did. I watched a lot of games. Yeah. Um, it's the only thing that I can do to keep me sane right, right. now because I sh- should be playing. So yeah, it's it's a good coping. Yeah. I do. I I don't really get to watch a lot of games. They're right. Obviously. Yeah. So. It feels good to be able to watch people around the league that I don't usually get to watch.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I know this. Tell, tell me about kind of a little bit about, you know, and and what we're doing program-wise and, and kind of how the combine training has mm-hmm. been going
2: for you. It's been going good. I think it's really cool what you're doing for us as far as, you know, preparing us for the next level because, you know, this is – college is temporary obviously and you you know like you said working in contests and getting scouts in here and stuff i think that's really cool and it's it was really uh uh, heartwarming um after we got shut down because we were all pretty uh bummed out but it was cool that you brought some light to it It it's been really cool
1: I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Yeah, me too. Not this Saturday, but the following Saturday right here on uh, Kelly Short Stadium right down here. Me too. We'll get a chance for you guys to get a pre-look of what it would be like being in Indianapolis.
2: Yeah, that's that's really cool. I thought I was going to have to wait till then. Sure.
1: That's great. Well, good, man. Well, I just, uh, you know, I think I wanted the people, the listeners to Mm -hmm. get to know a little bit some (laughs) of the new guys that they're going to see here soon when – when we get to play the game again and yeah. uh richard just know this we're we're so happy that, mm-hmm. that you found your way back here and, yeah. and to michigan and more importantly to central michigan so thanks oh, a yeah. lot man me
2: too i'm happy to be here thank you all right
0: one final segment on the coach max show and coach macklewain we've had great guests come on great to have a couple of the guys interim athletic director rachel blunt all join us in our our new digs up here for Kelly Short Stadium. Beautiful view and uh, excited to have football back when it does come back because this place looks tremendous.
1: Yeah, and I was excited to just uh, kind of let the people get to know a little bit uh, some of the new, new guys that they're going to see out there uh, uh, when we play. And, and uh, I think, as you could tell, you know, really good kids you know, that already have their degree but chose to come to Mount Pleasant and, and uh, be a part of something special. You know we've had some
0: some good segments on the podcast uh, in the past, but I think this segment may be it may be your favorite because we've got fans that have actually questions. They've got questions for you each week, so they're putting you on the hot seat and uh asking you questions you, I,
1: I know adam you made these up <laughs> all right and you're gonna attribute it to sam from shepherd these are right? all my yeah. hard-hitting yeah. questions yeah. this is how i yeah. ask them i got gotcha. you
0: well uh let's let's go to the first one we've got a couple here so so each week again if if you've got some questions for coach mac uh hit it up on twitter you can tag cmu athletics cmu football facebook instagram email however you want to get it to him we'd love to have your questions for coach mac each week how and, about this and just one just
1: let it be known though i didn't put the helmet out on twitter i know i and you were kind of like wanting me to do that but i it took way too long to try to figure out how that thing works so you think
0: you can figure it out one of these weeks it's not that hard
1: okay gosh you're putting it on maybe next week all right i'm just gonna keep putting you
0: to this hold you responsible until uh we we get to see that chippewa helmet everybody loves that yeah that's right all right, so Deanna from uh, Saint Ignace, and it's important you know where she's from. Sure. She says, "Coach Mac, who is your favorite Uper yeah. on the
1: team?" Yeah, well, you know that that's pretty easy right now, you know, <laughs> with with Kresk. So, uh, but uh, you know, not only that though, we do have uh, Jason Asset Johnson in our recruiting department that's also from the U.P. And uh, you know, it's 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 great to see uh, the. You know, I, I, I've I been learning about it, and mm-hmm. what a beautiful place people, you know, they go up and visit, and, uh, you know, the people up there are wonderful, and, and uh, obviously got to know uh, Coach Izzo when I was at Michigan State, and, and he, of course, was uh, from up there and, and uh, was at a couple events with Mariucci, and, and he, he, of course, is up there, and so, uh, but no, it's 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 great when we look every year and that, you know, if if there is going to be one, we're going to do everything we can to recruit them.
0: Good to have friends up there because it's a beautiful place to be, especially yeah. in the summertime and tailing into the fall. It's gorgeous up there.
1: Well, and I got to believe that uh, even the snowmobiling in the winter is probably pretty good, huh? Yeah, I know you're a big winter guy. You like the cold. I know yeah. you, you grew up in it. You're yeah. used to it. But yeah. They they got to have a gym, too.
0: I can go shoot some loops. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How about Terry from Buford, Georgia? Coach Mack, what's your recruiting pitch to separate you from the other Mac schools and the Big Ten schools that you're recruiting against?
1: Boy, what a great question. You know, um, one of the things that I think is really important wherever you're at, um, you know, it, it becomes sales. And when you talk about sales, part of it is, you know, what's your point of difference? In other words, what, what's going to separate and, and be unique uh, to here um, as you're going against uh, other different people, you know. And, I, you know, first and foremost, being able to sell this community, um, I think is one of the things that, that, that really is something that we try to do. Um, you know, it's, it's a safe place. It's a place that, uh, as we talked about in one of the segments, um, the pride of people who have been Chippewas and and it's amazing she tells the story you know about walking in that airport and you know even kids that have come off a visit and maybe you know went to the bookstore and bought a chippewa hat or whatever you know they will actually hear the same thing you know fire up chips so that that's part of it Uh, I think our history and our tradition is is another piece that helps us when we go against like schools and as we're moving forward uh, I've been very fortunate since we've been here now to be able to sell the new Champions Center that, uh, I tell you what's a uh, it's a jewel, and, uh, you know, I'll be excited when we can now get recruits back on campus and see what we put in place to help those players be successful.
0: Yeah, we had a couple transfers on it, and Ty and Richard, and they haven't played their first game in Kelly Short Stadium, and as you have practices outside of the stadium, you could hear the excitement that with the combine coming up, they get a chance to just get out there on the field, and I'm sure when they get that first chance to play in a game, they're going to be really excited to see what that atmosphere is all about. No doubt about it. But uh,
1: great question.
0: Yeah, we've we've got a couple more for you. I know uh, this one. This one is going to be one that I think you're going to try and sway around. So I'm excited <laughs> okay. for this one. This <laughs> is right. this is Dave from Plainwell, and he just straight up wants to go. Coach Mack,
1: is David Moore going to be your starter at quarterback? So have at it. Way to go. No, (laughs) I love it. But, uh, no, you know, right now, um, you know, there's still some things going on as as we do that. But I I will tell you this. He has come back in unbelievable shape. He's doing a great job of kind of orchestrating the workouts and and really taking that leadership role. So excited that we're going to be able to get him to play. And uh, and that's going to be really good for our football team. And as we plan for spring football, he's ready to go, eligible to play yeah. if that season happens, Th- correct? That's uh, to our understanding. In fact, you know, we should have. Why didn't you ask this question to our uh, compliance director, right? We we had it right here. That would have been the right thing that to do. That would have been the right We would have put her on the spot.
0: It's show one. You know, yeah, I got to get the right. kinks out now.
1: <laughs> I got you.
0: We got a couple more questions here for Coach Mack. Uh, Fans interested as the Chippewa football season nears, we we get ready hopefully for that spring season. Tim from Bay City says, as you get ready for year two after you had that first season in Mount Pleasant, what are you looking to have improved most heading into the second
1: season? Well, you know, you go back and you, you know, you you, you do a lot of. uh, you know rehashing you know all the things that went on during that season i think really last year was more of a season of discovery for us and what do i mean by that i think our guys started to discover that they could right um and you know probably one of the biggest things that that we need to do uh first of all from the mental conditioning aspect is raise our expectations i think that is first and foremost we need to be able to do that as a program as 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 a team um and and that's something that we're working on you know it's 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 not okay to get the participation ribbon all right we've got to understand you know every time we go out and compete that's an opportunity to get better and and we can't lose focus on that you know from a from a technical standpoint you know our uh, ball security has got to get better. You know, as you know, those games that we lost, we put the ball on the ground, and uh, good teams don't do that. And we need to be able to do better at that and keep increasing the takeaways. I think those are a couple of the things. I'm, I'm looking forward to our explosive play capability, uh, with with some of the weapons that we have at different spots. Um, but really, for us, those are kind of the main focus things that we're moving forward and you know right now it's different like we talked about what was it like sitting there on saturday watching other guys play but um i i think for us our focus has to be truly in the now i mean what am i doing right now to help myself get better which in turn is going to help this team get better and that's really been the focus until we get to where that schedule is
0: you talk about taking care of the ball and those guys getting individual workouts right now. Is that something that's stressed in practice, or how do you key in on that as you get ready to the sure. season to make sure they do take care of it?
1: You know, it's pretty interesting. That, uh, you know, we, we've we got those circuits. It's not anything that we didn't work on before, um, but the point of emphasis piece uh, during this off-season you know season individual time uh, has been big and, um, and really showing them, kind of what, what, what's the end result when it does happen, right? So, but I kind of step back a little bit. Um, you know, as a free throw shooter, if a guy's in a slump, right, when you keep talking about it, well, then it becomes worse. Yeah. Right? Rather than focus on these are the points of pressure, make sure we're doing that, and not talk about the negative, but more so the, the correction of how. Is this a personal example? Were you a bad free throw shooter? Um, You know, good thing I wasn't because, you know, I I actually did pretty good at that. But uh, I can remember guys that I played with, you know, that that would go into a slump and then it becomes like this mental block. Yeah. You know, and. It's like a slump in baseball as well, trying to get that hit. That's exactly Mm -hmm. right. And, uh, you know, for me, I kind of kept telling myself, well, the reason they call it a free throw. You know, I mean somebody's giving you something for free, you better take advantage of it.
0: Yeah, fifteen feet away, straight yeah. in the line yeah. with the hoop, you can't get any easier yeah, than that.
1: That's right. Hey well that's But you do offset a little bit. You yeah. You because, you know, in the circle in the court there in or in the 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 foul lane, uh there's actually a point that's actually a little bit indented in the floor.
0: The nail. Yeah. The nail in the floor, where, yeah. Where
1: where that circle is and, and of course Technically, straight ahead, you'd want to put that a little bit inside your right toe as a right-handed throw, uh, shooter and because now your actual arm is directly in front of the rim, not to the side.
0: Have you shared this knowledge with Coach Davis or
1: Coach Osterly? Do they know this stuff? Oh, they, they know a heck a lot more <laughs> than I do. I just know, man, whatever it takes to get it in the hole, man well all I know is this has been great coach to,
0: to be back and uh, to, to wrap up this first episode here at, at Kelly short Stadium beautiful looking over the stadium and seeing the Chippewa Champion Center and looking forward to seeing you as we continue to do this every week
1: yeah no this was fun it was great to get the you know a couple of the players on and, and and believe me I know how busy Rach is uh, but uh, I really appreciate her taking the time and you know I'd, I'd be remiss not to say uh, You know, this is one of those routines that that you got into and and uh, I'm glad we were able to do it. And, and I just want to thank again Fabiano Brothers uh, for stepping up and helping the Chips. And
0: before we, we head out, we got to thank uh, Zach, Max, uh, Jamie, Cullen, Rob. I mean, to, to get this all set up, it's a beautiful look out yeah. here. We've got it all dressed up nice. we got the Coach Max show logo. I know this is on the radio, but from what we're seeing, they did a really good job getting this all set up here this week to, to get us up and rolling on the air.
1: Right. And hopefully maybe we, we can put some of the content out. and and, uh you know we'll get some people to 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 listen you know that that, that's the big part
0: well the great thing is we'll do it again next week coach thanks for your time and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week
1: thanks guys appreciate your help